Leader for good. Let's talk mission, meaning and making a difference. Welcome. Today we'll be talking about how to achieve better work-life balance in your life so that you can have the life you really want while also being productive at work. Once again, I'm joined by Elijah Peterson, who is not only my husband, but in his other life <laughs> or in work, he's um, an award-winning scientist uh, with a PhD in environmental engineering, and he's also a spiritual teacher. So he brings, in a way, the best of two worlds together. So welcome back, Elijah. Wow, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty flattering. Yeah, well, I, you're my husband, I need to flatter you. <laughs> um, anyway, let's, let's start talking about work-life balance. Um, so what are some of the challenges that you see when it comes to work-life balance? Well, I think one of them is uh, kind of like the whole Goldilocks principle, where uh, if you have too much work, that's probably not going to work very well. If you have too little work, that's probably also not gonna, not gonna work very well for a job that you enjoy to some degree. If you really don't like your job, probably the less is better, but you know, if you have a job where you already feel like you're being of service and you like to do it, you know, some of it's good. And it can really be a chance to give your gifts and to shine and to you know, be in service in a beautiful way. But if you have too much, then you start getting the downsides, which is you know, burnout and irritability and you know, tiredness. And so I think you know, how to find the right amount for you or the right way to do however much you need to do is, is really uh, so key. Yeah, and I love that you talk to these two different levels. So there's not only burnout, there's also bore out. Totally. And especially in jobs where it can be a lot, very on and off. And even sometimes in law, where there may be a time you just uh, filed this huge lawsuit and the big work is done and then suddenly you have a week where not a lot is happening and it's almost weird to come from that to oh what do i do with myself all <laughs> you know like all day after you know yeah so, totally yeah. and i think that's especially the case i mean there's so many different types of work and for work that's more project based or deadline based it may be you know if you have one deadline and you finish it then there actually is a uh, a, a lower intensity period afterwards which is like totally natural if you think of so many things in the environment you know like you have higher periods you have lower periods or cycles that's like totally understandable and i think what we're often trained to, you know is to like you know kind of push 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 but we're not often very well trained to relax and how to kind of recuperate and you know allow yourself to you know uh, get your juices back and so forth during a relaxation or a lower intensity period yeah So what, what are some recommendations that you would have for people who want to have a better work-life balance in their life? Well, I think, I mean, it, some of it is, is experimentation, like, you know, or for example, uh, how much is a, you know, a good amount of work, you know, and some of the stuff that you know, you've studied works you know, for entrepreneurs, you just have so much flexibility. You don't have a nine to five schedule where other, for other people, they might need to be there nine to five, but maybe they could work, you know, for some types of jobs, they could work four days a week or four and a half, or, you know, there may be flexibility there, but for entrepreneurs, you could really work like, uh, 
you know, in the evenings more or the mornings more, or there's so many different rhythms and styles. And so I think a lot of it's just experimenting and, you know, if the extent you can with whatever job you have and really trying to find things that work for you. Yeah. I think what's also really important is to not try, not necessarily, it's not necessarily about balance in the sense of everything has to be equal. It's really okay if at times work takes precedence or family takes precedence or something else takes precedence. I think it's more over the general course of your life. Are you happy with how you're allocating your time? Is that supporting your general well-being and so on and so forth? Yeah, I agree with the macro level. And even like you're saying for like the law thing with you know, you had, you just submitted something and then, you know, even on like the week to week level, there can also be, you know, like the balancing and, and so forth too. And it gets into another topic I was thinking about since it's August, which is uh, for some places in Europe, like holiday month, where you basically just take a vacation for much or part of the month and then, you know, come back in September, but it's, it's very different, you know, here in the, in the, the U.S. where there's kind of more of like a work, working so important, don't stop, kind of attitude. So I think there's a big cultural dimension too. Yeah. I'm sure there are lots of different studies about it and including studies that may point it to different directions. I remember reading this one thing about how in in Germany, there's not like that necessarily that blurring of work and life to the same extent, which I'm not sure if that's actually true or not. Um, but that because you like the you can have fun also on weekdays, which means that you want to get your work done so you can have the fun. So we do have the saying in Germany: first work and then sort of like the enjoyment. And it's not kind of like blurring everything together, which so maybe there are clearer boundaries in place sometimes. Yeah, I think to, especially if you're an entrepreneur where there's always more you could do. And you know, that's true for some salary jobs as well, but it's maybe a little bit less if you have like your 40 hours, you're clocking and clocking out, there's kind of a clear uh, indication. Uh, but for other people, like I was reading about, what was it, Slack, uh, what's the chat thing called? Like the, yeah, Slack, where, you know, you could be chatting all night long, or, you know, you could be, you know, messaging your boss, or there's, I think, oh, I don't know if I'd, perhaps even an encouragement in some, you know, areas in the U.S. of, like, working more, so don't show people you're off, and people having vacation and not even taking it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very different um, depending on whether you are in an organization slash company and what that work culture there is. Or if you're an entrepreneur where you have, where it's not that much about proving to, to another person, hey, I'm super engaged because I answer emails at 2 a.m. <laughs> Right. Um, so I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, because I think often entrepreneurs actually really like their job, mm -hmm. and even for, for, for employees who really love their job, it can actually be important to have boundaries too, because if you like doing something, 
you often don't want to stop, but the problem is that that can definitely lead to an imbalance at some point. Yeah, and then so from, yeah, so, so the downsides we're talking about a burning out and uh, being stressed and having a hard time letting go at the end of the day, and a lot of those things can be really evident in those situations. Yeah, like for me, I sometimes notice that I want to continue working, but I also know that it's going to make me less productive if I don't have enough off time. Because, I mean, there are all these studies about how long you can actually be productive. So I think for people who love their work, sometimes it's actually really important to have um, to set themselves boundaries of like, no, I'm not going to work, you know, on Sunday or I'm not going to work after whatever hour would work for you. Yeah, I, I like that so much. And I think also it's important to realize, like, like at, at least in the U.S., I know less about some you know, different parts in Europe and other parts of the world, but you're working long hours is almost like a, a macho thing. You're like, you know, I'm really working hard. I was there all night, you know, like I was there so yeah. late. And it's really, I think, glorifying and unhelpful full pattern both in terms of personal balance and in terms of productivity because of the decreasing marginal utility of working more and then also that day it's then also the irrational right i mean I, I get like there are situations where you need to work long hours i totally get that um yeah. you know if there is something where there's a deadline you just need to get it done so, so i do understand that ideally of course you would want to have the workflow planned in such a way that there are not that many of these situations where it's just like a bottleneck and everything's kind of like cramming through at the last minute. Unless you're in a startup where that may be your whole work situation, yeah, exactly. <laughs> as far as I can tell. That's another Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although like I was actually talking um talking to somebody who's working in a startup and it seems in some places, for instance Amsterdam, it's much more relaxed and huh. people actually work forty hours only even a startup or take can take a day off and only work for yeah. a day. And um, yeah, it's just so different from all that I've heard about startups in other places. So it's very interesting. Maybe we all just need to move to the Netherlands. Maybe that's the <laughs> one. <laughs> I heard, I mean, I, so I'm not from there and I haven't lived in Holland, but I've, I've heard that they had like 30 hour week contracts and 20 hour week. And so they really offer like a range of options. And, and it's like really, it's actually like how many hours you work. It's not like in the U.S. where you have a 40-hour week job, but really it's 50 or 60 or yeah. whatever. You know, it's actually, they, they really mean 40 when they say 40, of course. You know, some people work longer, but for a yeah. number of them, they can t take it more seriously. Or Fridays, I'm not there. Well, okay, if you call Friday, I'm just <laughs> not going to be there on Friday. Yeah, very interesting how different it is at different places. Um, totally. I do think uh, culture plays such a huge role and how how do you how do you find something that works for you given the context that you're operating in whether that, like culture can also be your company you know different companies have different um rules thankfully some are having you know are starting to have policies that are a bit more friendly towards towards employees in terms of, you know, maybe not having to answer uh, emails that come late at night when they're already home and stuff like that. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's also such a like they're a white collar versus blue collar job thing where you know the professional class often it could be longer hours and there's uh, you know can you know or at least for some types of jobs. Uh, but isn't that really true? Because I mean, if the heating breaks, you want to have somebody come right away, regardless of whether it's the weekend. So yeah, I don't know if that's really. I guess for my, my impression is that at least for managerial jobs in the U.S., the average is higher than for non-managerial type of jobs or, yeah. or some jobs along those lines where 50 is more common. But it's I, I'm not an expert in these things, and I'm, I'm vaguely remember things, something I read maybe like five years ago. But <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, so let's get back to sort of like practical, practical tips um, that, cool. that have helped us in the past. So, you know, I already mentioned that for me at least it's, good to actually have set myself boundaries, like having a day where I don't check my emails and uh, where I don't work at all. And of course, that's an advice that mostly holds probably for entrepreneurs. Um, I, I think a lot is really also about email management even though that doesn't really get so much into the work-life thing as more into general productivity. But the thing is, the more productive you are, the more life you can often have, right? Because you're done, done earlier with, you, with your work. So I think finding ways to be more productive can, can also help. Yeah, at least if you're in a context that acknowledges, you know, or either what you finish, like what you're saying you know, as an entrepreneur, what you finish is what matters, not how many hours it takes you to finish it. Yeah. Or in a place where your supervisors are, are more not like they're checking if you're a hard, quote, hard worker and yeah, like where the number of hours may matter as much or more than what's done during those hours. So I think, and I mean, as I was saying earlier, another suggestion is like, you know, to experiment, you know, if you have flexibility, you know, when, when it works well for you and how much works well for you and how comfortable are you taking downtime when there's a slower period? I know for me, I'm actually quite uncomfortable with doing it a lot of the time, or yeah. I'm kind of so used to looking at the next thing that it's hard to slow down. So if you're like me and kind of a, got a lot of, you know, praise for, you know, working hard and some of that stuff, it may be a bit of an adjustment to try to like, oh, well, what if I didn't do, you know, do that from some perspectives for a period, you know, it can be yeah. just such a, such a big change. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think another thing is also to find ways to leave work at work. Yeah. So for instance, right now, I actually have the same inbox i mean it's different email addresses but they all land in the same inbox both for my personal and my professional emails and initially i thought that was helpful because it only one inbox to check but now i'm actually wondering if it might be nicer to really have a separation so i do have set up some filters where certain emails go but it's not it's not as cleanly separated as i would like uh, so i think that can also help um kind of if you have a phone, have that phone mostly for personal stuff. Um, so um, in my last job, we actually had two, you know, like I, I, had, I had a work phone and I had my personal phone and, and like, well, it was sometimes annoying to have to have these two phones on me all the time. It also felt good knowing 
if my regular phone, if my personal phone beeps, it's not going to be something to do with work. Yeah, especially for higher stress jobs or, you know, yeah. some of those things. I think it's, you know, that can be really nice. I, mean, I remember back when I was in like fifth grade or something, I had uh, a teacher who at the end of the day, she told us she would just like work hat off, you know, private life hat on. And, yeah, you know, that's you know, good, people yeah. like, you know, wondering like, what's she doing? She's like doing things in the air, but for her, just going through that motion really helped her make a, a firm separation. And then she just was kind of in a different, you know, mode. I mean, I've had periods where I've been able to check my work, work uh, account at home and those when I haven't. And I think there's been, a, you know, sometimes, you know, I want to check something. It's annoying when I haven't been able to check the work thing, but uh, at, at home, it was actually nice in some ways too, because it forced me like, yeah, no matter what I want to do, I can't look at it right now. Yeah. So I think it helped me, you know, rest a bit more in between, you know, from when I came back to when I went back to work. I mean, it's not clear to me which was the best, but it was kind of interesting how, like, it was kind of one of those things where it was a bit of an adjustment, but then, you know, once I got used to it, I was just used to it too. So, I mean, once it, like that transitional period was over. Yeah. 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 I guess that's another suggestion is to consider is there a way you can have separate compartments or areas where you check your work during some time frame or a different address? And then when you don't want to be engaged with work, you just don't even know it's something you're not doing, you know, or that email came in, you're not responding to, and it's just, it's elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I typically like not getting you know, like extra stuff and so on, but I've also been thinking about just getting a tablet because I do all my work from my laptop. But then I also use that for, for other stuff, like, you know, reading books online or um, watching a series on Netflix and things like that. Um, and I'm wondering if it would be nicer to almost like have a separate device, kind of like my work device and, and, and a different device. Um, so right now the desire to have these be separate conflicts with my desire to not accumulate more stuff and we'll see which one comes out. <laughs> yeah. The minimalist urge of not accumulating stuff everywhere. Yes, exactly. I mean, I think like for people who work from home or like partly work from home, that's actually can be challenging. Like how to, how do you draw the separation? Um, right. And where I think it can really help if you have a designated place to work and never use it for, for anything else, which of course can be hard to maintain. But I think as we're talking, the theme emerges that it's really important just to like the whole good friends of make good neighbors, like having having good boundaries. Um, I think for me, that's important. I know for some people, it's actually not that important. So I think there's maybe not one size fits all. Yeah, I think that also gets back and do like you're just experimenting and finding what works for you. Because what work for, what may work really well for me may not work for you and, and vice versa. I mean, we're also, I mean, there's things that, you know, could be important, but for any one person, some may be important and some may not be. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think we had a couple of, of, of helpful um, suggestions to explore. Yeah. So like the, the contours of work and life and how they, intermerge and um i think it's also where we're like different people in different areas of, of our lives we sometimes you know we we're in a different role at work 
than when we're with our friends and when we're with our partners and all that is okay. Um, but yeah, also consciously allowing ourselves to, to, to let go of that work well, for instance, at the end of the work day. Yeah, which is a skill that's, you know, especially for those who are like having a high power job is not taught. <laughs> you know, so it's yeah. really something valuable to you know, practice and develop. I think what can really help is um, writing down, hey, this is what I've done today, kind of like as a way of clo getting, getting closure, and here's what needs to happen tomorrow, and really having it outside of your head on paper. So I, I learned this one tool, interstitial journaling, from uh, Tony, who's the founder of Coach Me. And it's basically about when you finish a task, kind of writing down what's still left to do, or just sort of like writing a few lines to get closure on that task. Because often when we stop a task, it's not completely done. You know, maybe you're waiting to hear back from somebody or there's like yeah. another step that needs to be taken. But by writing down what got done and what still needs to get done, um, there's a way of getting closure from that instead of having it going on in, the, in your head like a loop. Uh, That's so, really so, interesting. Eh? Yeah. I haven't tried that before. Have you had and how? how have you tried that? I, yeah, I've tried it. It's, it's really interesting because um, there's something stressful about having partially finished projects. Totally. And it's, what I find is it's so helpful to just have that written down on paper because the way our brain works, it tends to go into a loop. Yeah. Think about our past. For the longest time, humans haven't had writing. So they had to re so we had to rely on our loops in the brain of like, hey, find hmm. food so you don't starve in winter. <laughs> or um, yeah. did I mention that you need to find food? No, you really need to find food. <laughs> All that's going on, and it's just like, hey, you need to finish this email. Finish that email. Just a reminder, you need to finish that email. So um, yeah, that's that loop is is often to write things down. Huh. Because I do uh, like a to-do list often in the morning, but sometimes the day before, I'm wondering now if it might be helpful to do it the day before. Yeah, just definitely. Things yeah. Are... When I, yeah, when I teach people uh, how, how to have healthy habits, I, I typically tell them to, to do it the day before. Yeah, That's a, yeah that, that way you don't have the cluttering. Well, one thing is um, your brain has time to process during sleep. Mm -hmm. What your priorities? And the other thing is you wake up and you already know what you're going to do. So if you can do it, definitely do it the day before. Thank you. Yeah, Many yeah. helpful tips here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. biased, but I, yeah. I like them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll be sharing a link in the description to an article uh, about work-life balance where I get the advice of uh, different female entrepreneurs just to see how many different approaches there are to work-life balance. And, you know, you can see if one of them resonates for you. So I'll put that in the description. And if you like this video, please subscribe so you can see more of these videos. And great idea. You should subscribe. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Elijah, for being here. And thank you for watching. And I'll see you in the next video. Bye. As always, you can get the show notes for this episode at leaderforgood forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd encourage you to sign up for my newsletter at leaderforgood.com. You'll also receive a free meditation that can help you connect to your own authentic power and leadership. 
and I will be able to keep you in the loop about all upcoming episodes. I look forward to connecting with you there. Have a great day.